All right, y'all. Uh, fences, glass doors, glass windows. <laughs> hey, hey, <yo. laughs> as long as there's <laughs> no stones being thrown. You know I mean? <laughs> big facts, though. Big facts. All right, yo, so we're here for the part four of the Bitter Truth series. Um, it's been a good series thus far, man. Yeah. Uh, Family Feud has definitely uh, been a good one. Having a conversation with the ladies, that was that was fun. Um, I think this one um, is just as important for real. Um, it's title offenses, a.k.a. boundaries. Uh, just talking about establishing boundaries amongst your family, your friends, your relationships, and um, what that means and how important it is. Uh, so I would even say the world. Like, big facts. Yeah, That's real, the world. Big facts. All right, uh, so let's really get into it, man. Um, where you guys want to start off at? Um, I, I guess I can kind of uh, start off with just a, a broad, a broad uh, description of what we mean by boundaries. It's just uh, from my point of view, black people, we we don't do a good job of keeping a lot of our business in house, mm-hmm. and then amongst each other, we don't know how to set boundaries once we achieve a certain level of success, whether that be fame or financial or uh, physical. Uh, success so I think that's something that we need to address so that we can unlearn bad habits and uh, learn good habits hold up time out oh for real alright I respect that yeah I respect that Okay. anything for you my guy yeah I I like what he's I like like the direction he's going I would add more of Knowing when to say enough is enough as far as family, friends, relationships. I mean, you never want to, I guess the goal is to not offend, but at the same time, you have to protect your peace at mm-hmm. all costs. Mm-hmm. So as far as boundaries go, a lot of people will feel, I guess, responsible for okay. your peace and everything but at the same time at the same time it's like me personally me personally right i'm a i'm gonna speak my mind i'm gonna speak my mind but i I love to give disclaimers i'll give you a (laughs) warning give you a heads up you know what i mean and at the same time i know everybody's not gonna look at the world how i look at it right so Whenever I address somebody, stranger, friend, family, it's always from a position of trying to help. But I got to be the first one to admit, I might not know what's best for you. You feel me? So when we talk, I just tell you, oh, this is, this is how I would handle the situation. I never tell you how to handle your situation, how I would handle the situation, and then we go from there. But as far as boundaries go, most people, oh, you need to do this. And da 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 da, and everybody's life isn't shaped the same. Everybody doesn't have the same priorities. Everybody doesn't have the same needs. You see, so mm-hmm. when somebody's telling you you have to, or you should, this, this, and that, sometimes a person that's confiding you just wants to know that you're hearing. They just want, they just want to be, they just want you there to listen. They don't need you to chime in. Right. You feel me? And I had to learn that because. I used to wait for people to be like, oh, no, 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 no. I need your help with this because I'm, I'm famous for you. Hey, I feel you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And people be like, damn, now I feel like 
I tell you all this shit and you don't ever share. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you were sharing. Right. I thought you just needed a shoulder. Oh. Uh, Bye, that's real. I, I think that's we, real. I think we, we have a problem effectively communicating. Mm-hmm. Communication is trash I, I, in a black community. I'm going to say it. It's trash. Like, we listen to respond most of the time. We we're, I think when you're in a state of frustration, it's hard to hear somebody else's bullshit or hear their like hear whatever they're going through, especially when you're when you feel like you're frustrated and you're going through so much. And that's why we like we carry bad habits throughout generations. Mm-hmm. Like I have very rarely engaged in conversation with a black person and it's someone is actually like, you know, somebody that wasn't like a, a licensed therapist or something, like they actually listen to listen for real. Yeah. Like like there's a difference between listening and just letting somebody vent where it's going in one ear and out the other. Like you're not able to properly respond to that person because you're not really listening. You're just letting them get their shit off. But that's not the same thing as active listening. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we suck at it. Like as as a as a whole as black people. Yeah, there are people good at it, but for the most part we suck at that part. I wouldn't put that solely on us though. I would put that on what society is as a whole because yeah, we know our community, but if you look at the whole community, when you're interacting with anybody, most people are listening, waiting for their chance to talk. You know what I mean? Like, oh, is this something I can relate to? Let me chime in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like we know a guy that if if we get to talking about a particular subject, they he's he's target listening. He's target listening. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, target listening. Yeah, it's like double Man. dutch. Oh, can I jump in right here? Ah, oh, shit, can't jump in right Never there. Heard that and term. then when he jumps oh. in, he nigga takes over the whole over. conversation. Oh yeah, it's game over. Yeah, for better so, or worse, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's game over. Yeah, that's I, and it, it could be. I don't know. Uh, do you think it's a sign of the times too? Because our, I, I think I don't know if I've said this before on the podcast, but it's we have the shortest attention span of any, uh, I think of any age, of any uh, time period in history. Yeah. I think we have the shortest. It definitely because, decreased because we're programmed that way. We are programmed to have a short attention span. You have to think about like social media outlets. They they are programmed to get us hooked within a few seconds, mm-hmm. and then like. I, I, you know, I thought about this uh, one day, and that's why I had to do, you know, my little like social media cleanse for about a month. You can look at ten videos if they're short enough in like about three to four, like less than three to four minutes. Like you for can sure. look at ten videos because it's so packed, and then like one video will lead you to the next one, and to the next one, and to the next one, and that trains your brain to like absorb information a certain way. Which is why thirty-minute videos seem so long, mm-hmm. especially like let's say you're looking at something for studying or anything like that. Like your brain isn't isn't conditioned to listen to something for a half an hour or an hour or two hours that isn't something that's that's uh, providing a certain amount of yes. dopamine. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Well, I want to say to that notion, and you right. Let me put my joint on airplane mode. <laughs> but, um, to that <laughs> notion, for real, for real. Like, I, I mean, I get it, but. I, you know, my pops had me listening to fifteen minute songs. You know what I mean? So But that's 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 like that's not current programming though. It's not current programming, but you gotta think about it. Like yeah. think about the stuff that you were accustomed to. Think about the nostalgia. Tapping the nostalgia, right? Mm-hmm. Like 
I'm listening to Justin Timberlake's uh, Strawberry Bubblegum. It's an eight-minute song. The joint be jamming. I don't know any of my students that can get through that song. But, right. True. but if, if you're telling them, hey, we're about to listen to an eight-minute song, they're not going to get through it. But if you put it on, they're going to get through it. Why? Because of the transitions. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, that song switches tempo, switches melody, like, four times. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it keeps them interact like right when you think they're about to zone out melody switches tempo switches you know what i mean so i get what you're saying but i think that's just a a a byproduct of consumerism you know what i mean like think about when we was kids right you had to watch tv and you got your life got dominated by commercials when you're watching tv right so it's about whatever sugary cereals out there, whatever toy they're advertising and stuff. Now, it's with social media and certain things, you have content that's just as long as a commercial. Mm-hmm. So it's all jumbled together. And it's, it's a way for you to kind of like be on autopilot. So these things still stick in your head. You're still, you hear a jingle. And next thing you know, you're like, oh, something happens that coincides with that jingle. And you're like, oh, yeah, I need to see about this because this just happened in my life and there's a jingle that goes with it. You're not even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You're thinking about, oh, I love watching this podcast, but the podcast you're watching, you're not watching it, and it's whole three-hour segment. You're, you're watching the chopped up clips. Mm-hmm. You're watching clips of that podcast, right. and they have advertisement in between. So I feel like consumerism just caught up to where we were at and I get you, we got a, a microwave society, but it's it's not a, a matter of us, I guess, handicapping ourselves. It's just that's where productivity is moving to. Right. So I would I, disagree. I feel like it's always been a very short attention span. If you think about it, even newspaper headlines, we don't know what a newspaper is in 2022, but back then that was a major form of media. Your headline could be something crazy because they know no one's going to actually read the entire article. Yeah. The media just changed. The original I mean, clickbait. I think it was always clickbait. short, but now it's definitely shorter. Because the media is, yeah. can, it's easier to make a shorter video Facts. versus an article which has a. Facts. In all sense of form, it has a word count that you have to meet for mm. it to be an article in the newspaper. Yeah. Versus uh, a clip on Instagram. There's no short like it used to be you have to have a five second story now yeah. it's no in no time it could be like two or three seconds or two or well, three minutes. well and and I, I would add this so the difference between a, like a newspaper article and like an instagram post is that like an instagram post it's visual it, it gives you sound it get it, it basically takes you into something like you like when you see like a, a clip of like a, a marvel movie or something for 10 seconds it brings you into the marvel movie and then flips you to something else uh when you have to read words it's a little bit more work I so mean, yeah. so it, it kind of almost spoon feeds it to you because it's giving you the sound it's giving you the visual you don't have to read it's like it, it's it's messed with a whole bunch of you know a whole uh, lot of your senses, mm. except for smell. Hopefully, it does. Hopefully, we don't get I mean. smell, <laughs> smell of vision or whatever. I mean, you uh, gotta go to Universal Studios for that one. <laughs> <laughs> so, going with boundaries and understanding how short our like capacity is to take in information, 
how how important is it to to set boundaries, especially when it comes to social media and ensuring like, all right, they made this app so I can get stuck on it. How could I not get stuck on it? Oh yeah, it's designed for it's designed to be addictive. Mm. It's desi- every every app programmer that I've researched say that they have children, they limit their children to technology to those apps because yeah. it's designed specifically to get your money, to get your time and attention. It's like the new cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I mean, when social media started, I like it was, it was really an experiment, and like the people that created all like the Facebook type of um, programming and stuff like that, like they're no longer with Facebook because they didn't know that it was going to transform to what it is now. It's a good documentary on Netflix. I feel like we talked about it before. Yeah, we did. And I mean, social media is definitely setting us up okay. and releasing our boundaries. I feel like, like with social media, people's boundaries are are loose. Like they're open it, to it a, makes, to be receptive to a lot of things. It makes access to people that you would have never had access to so easy. Like I think the internet just exposed our lack of self-discipline. Yeah. In in all shapes and forms, not just social media. Even when porn got on the internet, like Facts. we learned no one has discipline. As long as we have instant access to <laughs> Amazon we're going to access, it all the way yeah. up. Yeah. I, Amazon's a perfect example. Oh, once yeah. we got instant access or we can get it as soon as possible, man, what? that's the option we're gonna go with. Facts. Yeah. Yeah, man. We we do not like we we've realized that we need structure to limit our vices. Mm. Like we need so much structure. And it's just like it, it's nice to be that guy. Oh yeah, I have so much discipline. Or is has it been set up to whereas back in your day you couldn't do this? Shit. <laughs> you didn't have access to this. Well, what you are you did, being you'd be weak as hell? Right. What <laughs> are you really being disciplined in? Because I mean, that's that's a tough tough call to be fully disciplined. Where like, how do you watch all that porn? I'm like, well, you didn't have instant access. <laughs> you had to watch it on a fucking. <laughs> hey, fucking you. black and white reel with no sound. I mean, you had to go to the store to rent the movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, man, just let me get that. Don't make it hot. You had to pay for it on your cable, put it on your bill, and your wife is going to see it. <laughs> like, Am I not good enough for you? What is this? What is it? XXX on our bill. <laughs> like, nah. Oh, boy. I feel you. Uh-huh. Like, like when they said back in my day I had to walk this long, nigga, you didn't have a choice. <laughs> True. If you had a car, you would have used it. Nah, Fuck. nah, nah. Shout out, shout out to, uh, <laughs> shout out to uh, high school with Michael Lay. Mike Lay, man. I remember <laughs> that was one of the things he said. He was like, yeah, man, I used to walk. I used to love walking. I used to jog. I used to do all types of shit. As soon as I got my license, I don't walk no more. Right. <laughs> Why would you? I don't walk anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> the car is there to <laughs> prevent you from walking. Like, <laughs> you can drive. <laughs> nah. But, like, yeah, just to kind of round ah. it back, like, you know, it's there's a lot of factors that contribute to our lack of boundaries. But do you think there's anything specific to us as black people? Like, like, wicked, like how can we, like, uh, like narrow this down. I think it's just exposure to the rest of the world. Like I think it's just that like when we have our issues, it's like we just let the world know. Like we can't like we can't handle stuff in house. Like I think that's the biggest thing. Like every like what I, I think we spoke on this earlier. Like other cultures have their issues, but they keep it in house. We just don't know how to do it. 
I think I think the answer to that is self awareness. Mm. So, mm. like, yeah, it's it's go it's always for me for me it's always going to come back to accountability, self accountability, right? So you got to know if you're that person that flies off the handle. You got to know if you're that person that can't handle some embarrassment. You know what I mean? Because like your insecurities are going to show. You know what I mean? No matter how you try to hide them, like what's done in the dark is going to come to light. So once you become comfortable with yourself, once you know yourself, then you can then present yourself accurately to others. So until that moment, it's always going to be, damn, I might get put on blast, da-da-da-da-da. Let me just go ahead, you know what I mean? So and that, that leads into a tornado of different things, you know what I mean? Um, deflection or... Um, better them than me, all of that shit, you know what I mean? So as far as boundaries go, you got to know yourself. It is This is what I think. You got to know yourself first so that when you're interacting with people, loved ones especially, if you feel somebody is encroaching on something or, you know, they're, they're pushing that button, you can tell them, hey, listen, sensitive topic, all right, handle with care. Niggas are friends, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So... And then once you put that, like that's why I'm, I'm a I'm a fan of disclaimers. Once you put that out there, then you can move on. Either they gonna adjust or they gonna be like, man, fuck that shit, nigga. Hey, stop being a little bit. Oh, uh, yeah. like I just like, told you. I separation <laughs> from this. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. Understood. Yeah. Okay. I um I agree. Um, I just feel like other 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 uh, groups have more of a concept of like group thinking or group goals i don't think we've ever had like like had the concept of like have a common goal for people it's like it's me and mine Mm -hmm. that's our that's really our like mindset Mm -hmm. for a lot for a lot of us i i feel like i agree with you on that and understand like people don't know how to play their roles basically you just gotta if you play your role then kind of you can stay with your own boundaries and still reach something bigger. And then another thing is, I know it's within our culture and others of like, we got that one person that made it, so we got that one person in the family that everybody can go to and really talk to and kind of guess figure shit out in the family, as opposed to everybody playing their role and trying to really develop themselves, have that self-awareness. We have a one person in the family where they don't have the boundaries to say no to their family. At the same time, the family don't got the boundaries to not ask for this. Just go get it yourself. Yeah, okay. I think it's a combination of what everybody's saying. Where number one, black people aren't an actual community. As much as we make it seem like we are, we don't have a collective goal as black people to do one specific thing. That's on a large scale, even in a smaller scale, like locally, black people aren't together. So it's hard for people to develop and grow when you're really doing it in isolation. Your goals are mm-hmm. not about how you can help or your goals aren't, they're not weaved into what the community needs. They're all about what you desire. Yeah, so so a, a me over we. Exactly, when it's a me over we situation, you're not gonna have support from the community that you need to right. really complete what you want. Then that's, that creates animosity within you and then it just trickles down across everybody. So I think really to, to get boundaries set or to create a culture where we are comfortable with setting boundaries, we kind of got to 
become a community because the only way that you can really, how you set boundaries when you really move in isolation, you move in as an individual. So what are you, who are you setting your boundaries against? Yeah. I have a question. I have a question. I just thought about this. Mm-hmm. Do you think black churches failed us? Hey, I that, thought about shout that. Shout out to Killer Mike, man. White Jesus is the devil, man. <laughs> like white Jesus was terrible for us. Black but church has been through a lot. Here's what I, was, here's I, just, what I was that saying. made me think about that because here's what they I was call saying. these churches like you know their communities, the congregation. They have kids, they have parents, they have all of these things. Like you and yourself, you have made, especially if you're talking about most Baptist churches, or you know like when you talk about a community, a black community in a church. They all go to the same church. I'm like, if you can master that structure, then you should be funneling out successful young so people. I, I want to address that. I want to address that because, like I said, I've had I've had conversations um, with um, past some close to Jay Cameron, and it's all well from his perspective. It was about he he's got a, a play that he wrote called um, Church Mafia, right? And it's all about corruptive pastors so you got to look at our relationship with the church right so what is our detriment what is what is the one stereotype that we don't lean into that everybody else says about us but we just don't acknowledge we just kind of push it to the side right black people don't read right so if you look at the church most black people's relationship or their connection to god christ whatever is through the pastor they're not reading those scriptures for themselves. They're not getting mm-hmm. their own interpretation. They're not, they're not like the Bible is one of those, I want to say, subjects that if if for one, if you don't know how to read, if you like, I'm not I'm talking about like really like not just sound the words out and if you can't digest the information that you're bringing in and come to your own conclusion about it you know what i mean it's it's kind of a moot point Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like picture somebody that knows how to read but they don't have any idea who they are as a person they're just reading these words and they're reading i'm talking about old bible uh you know one of those the King King James. But not even all right. So you know, there's certain Bibles that have. Uh, uh, what is it? Like the Anatosh and like the notes and stuff, or you know what I'm talking about the the Shakespeare Bible, the iambic pent- pentameter type joints, where it's like they're using 15 words to say a sentence that mm. used that really needs three. Yeah, it's like the King James version. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's you're going to get word drunk. You're going to get word drunk. You like as a kid, because you got to think about it. We're brought into the church real young, and like those concepts are beyond a a youthful's mind. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you be like this old. Unless you're giving those children, unless you're being responsible, and you're giving those kids a a child Bible that they can actually read it all and and digest what's in there. The new international. (laughs) These kids is just like they're just showing up. Like okay, all right. That don't mean nothing to them. They don't know what art thou like. Nobody talks like that. So there is no connection. So you have a lot of people that are thrown into this life. And it's really based on the relationship they have with the person that brought them there. You feel me? So I don't want to say that the church failed because 
the church, I don't want to say, I don't want to, I want to take the true. You want me to say it? <laughs> you want me to say it? If we're all being honest, we've Spe- all, speak your mind, bro. We've all been or may still be part of churches where there's actually no community outside of the, the people that go to the church. Okay. Like, how often have you been on a Same. church mission where you went out to like feed homeless people or um, just worked at a food bank, anything, or even heard of a church doing that? I mean, I I'm have, a party. I, I, I have, mean, yeah, I have too. Saying, when's yeah. the last time you've seen that happen? I will say uh, a couple weeks ago. Okay, so I'm working at it. I'm sorry. I, I, I think it's get you, get you it's like old old church, new church. Like back in the day, I, I feel you. I see that they they failed us, quote unquote. I feel like it was just a lot of them. And then since it was a lot of them, it was hard to build communities. A real, yeah, like it was really hard to build communities when you have so many, you got a church on every block. So that's like, that's, you just breaking up communities. But they're all connected. It's a network of churches. So, I mean. Yeah, there's different buildings, but all those people know each other because they visit each other's churches all the time. That's, that's a now, back in the day. Now it's like. That. Well, now because everyone's going to these big mega churches, yeah. so everyone goes to one church, but yeah. they don't even know the own people that go to their church because there's so many people, and they don't encourage you True. to gather. It's like, okay, we it meet depends on Sunday on, morning, it depends and on that's church. really I it. I see what he's talking but, and, and, right, So I see what you're saying. I agree with you. I, say I also agree I with Kelvin. It does depend on the church. Because like I said, I work with a church. Uh, Pastor Omari Hughes is, is dope. Pastor Shalita Fonby, she's dope. Like, I, I really resonate with what they're saying. Like, I don't even have conversations with them like how I do. Usually when I work with a church, I get to know all the members. But this one, I just try to be professional. But, like, they be spitting for real. They be spitting for real. Like, like, oh, my gosh. Shalita Fonby says something. I really had to stop. Like, I really had to, to like, take a moment and just let her know, like, yo, I appreciate that. I really appreciate what you said. Like, I I think. Shout out to her, man. I think with that, and this will go into the next subject, like, we we have good pieces like we have good elements in the, in the black church or you know you know whatever religions we practice we have potential mm-hmm. there but because i don't believe there's a lot of follow through it does allow people to pick off of our culture yeah. which is which um then goes into culture vultures how people take whatever we create and we don't protect it we have we have no real protection over what we produce. Um, Like, I I don't think our mindset is to create, keep, you know, create, build, and keep keep that in rotation. Mm -hmm. That's not our, where our mindset up. So, like, um, I wanted to bring that up just to transition, but what are your thoughts on, like, just, I guess, you know, other people taking, you know, taking certain stuff, whether it be hairstyles, whether it be, like you know, music and things like that, and just and just monetizing it and and building off of it, you know, like uh, what, how do, what do you guys think about that? Um, I think uh, for that specifically, it's, it's a clip, remember a clip I showed you about us and um, not even about us. It was it was it was a member of our community was talking about finances, right? Mm-hmm. And I, th- I think I sent you a clip over the weekend. It was like. A lion can't tell an impala how to get away. Yeah, that was a good one. Can't tell what a buffalo how to get away, right? Mm -hmm. So we as a as a community, as a people, we don't have a strong sense of ownership, right? Mm -hmm. So like 
it's it's more of like how the Native Americans were when first settlers came. Like, oh yeah, I, w- I wanna I wanna buy this piece of land. Like, you can give me the money, but nobody owns it. Like, what are you talking about? Like, it's it's an idea, it's a concept. Like, it, it's for like it's it's to be shared. Yep. Like, we're not thinking about putting a price tag on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when like and we're we're warm hearted, welcoming people. You feel me? So when an outsider comes in, like, oh yeah, respect what we're doing, pay homage, like yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like it's cool. They appreciate what we're doing. But then when they're sharing it and they're like, Oh, I created this, mm-hmm. we know that we're not the ones that created it. You mm. know what I mean? It we're just growing what was passed down to us. You know what I mean? So why would we try to monetize on a concept of something we got from our grandparents that we just altered? You feel me? Is every there's no we know that there are no original concepts. Everything is just a remix, mutated something. Like we got it from a cousin, we got it from a homeboy, uh, whatever, and we found a way to make it our own. We found a way to to add to it, to grow upon it. So we know most of our stuff, whether it's dance, whether it's slang, whether it's music. It might be new to the world, but we know where the influence came from. Yeah. Like if you look at um what Beyonce's doing with her music, we all know what the original songs were. Mm. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. the new kids coming up, oh, this is dope. Now you hear this, this and that. And that's a, if she understand the value. Like I feel like especially in the beginning of things when we create, we really don't understand the value of what we create, and so we don't protect it as we should. Did her album come out in June? No, I think it's coming no, out. It comes July. out the end of this. Did that song come out in June? I think so. Yeah. It, it, it might June. have been like a June team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I just wanted to make sure the month it came out. I'm going to slide back to that later. <laughs> yeah. It's a black music month. So, yeah. 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 You so, got to do, do the play. <laughs> that we just serve up our ideas. I think that we have the correct respect for the original content, mm. the originators of the idea. Like, even if we don't know the source material, we know we have enough respect to not try to claim it. Oh, I just made this up. True. Like, oh, no, nah, that was something that I remember from when I was a kid. I don't know who the, who the originated person, but I, that was something I loved. That was something my family loved. Let me, let me revisit that, add upon it, and put that out for our people. I hear you, but I want to challenge that thought. Okay. So That's what we're here for. So it's the same thing. Like, so don't you know YouTube videos when you when you make a reaction video mm-hmm. on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Um, um, it was almost like with that uh, one one podcast that tried to wh- what did they try to do? They tried to put strikes on people for for uh, try to get enough strikes on people for taking their content and reusing their content. Mm-hmm. But because it was transformative, it made it their own original thought. Mm. What uh, Beyonce did, what Drake did, with even even with house music, um, they made it transformative. It's their own because they transformed the music. Now they probably had to they had to pay out for samples. Even using samples, it's a complete it's a different song with even with one percentage of a changed element. It's a trans it's transformative. So I challenge that thought because I don't think we understand the value of like of of just changing something and being able to benefit from it. Um, I don't think the originators of any of anything that we create as black people, our ancestors did not want us to eat off of it. Yeah. Like they want us to eat off of what they created. They want their descendants to eat off of what they created, whether it be transformative, 
or uh, something completely different that is inspired by it. Once it becomes transformative, it is original. My problem is when other people come in, they don't even transform it. There is nothing transformative about it. It is the exact same thing. Like we, like I get it. We have respect to make it somewhat. We take a sample. We may uh, slow it down, uh, chop and screw it or whatever. And then it's transformative, right? It is not the same product. They don't even do that. It's just the same thing. They just throw it up. Copy and paste. Copy and paste. Copy and paste. I think (laughs) we've like lost, or I think maybe we're just slow on the concept of intellectual property Mm. because we've we've always been the originators of whatever's the hippest thing going on. It's just we've either sold the ownership to it or we never had it to begin with. Mm -hmm. Somebody learned long ago, let's just watch the blacks and they'll give us something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, you know, they'll, meanwhile, they'll get the, the trademarks, the copyrights, and all that type of stuff. And then when we realize what we don't have, somebody already else got it. So and now then we they'll gotta, pay us you know all the saying? money for them doing their exactly. own music. They'll pay us the money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or we got to buy great? it back yeah. for double of what it's worth. Like, yep. it's, and, and it's their voice. Or just change their the whole brand. <laughs> They're paying us for it. You guys are 100% right. Yeah. 100% right. Ah, <laughs> It hurts. I really want to talk about this one. Right, let's get it. Just going, moving on just a little bit. Yeah, no, no. Because I think this is a big brown boundary that we have to discuss within the black culture. Okay. Your friend got a business, and it's like you, you, you try to get a hookup. Like you automatically expect, like maybe I can get a free shirt if they selling shirts. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever they do, it's always immediate. You know, rather than supporting a business financially. Let me see if I can get something for free. How y'all feel about that? We we're focused too much on discounts as opposed to like um, making it individually and helping individuals to make it individually, right? So let's say you have a guy who doesn't make too much money. Mm-hmm. They're going to want discounts. They're going to want the hookup from somebody that looks like them because they don't they probably don't have that much capital to give away regardless. Yeah. If that becomes the the culture or the expectation amongst the people or be or within a certain community, even once you get on, you're still going to want to hook up. In other communities with different groups of people, they pay extra, they tip, Facts. they give more. Facts. And the expectation is that that dollar rotates mm-hmm. within that community. Why? Because they've created an infrastructure, whereas they have the money, they're earning the money to bring into the community where they're comfortable enough to give you more. We don't even have that. So, so when we don't have that infrastructure, oh, like you know, there's that video. I don't have the best. I don't have the best prices. I have the best product. Mm. Da 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 da. Let's create an infrastructure whereas people can afford to tip you. True. To give you more. I mean, well, I wanna, I wanna say shout out to T Pain. T Pain address that as well like you got uh, a demographic of people that are willing to spend three hundred dollars for a plain t-shirt but won't spend twenty five dollars in our community for a t-shirt of the same quality mm-hmm. lesser known brand same quality just as fly mm-hmm. nobody knows it though you know what i mean i don't want to spend 25 but you'll spend 300 with them Fact. because of oh yeah, I, I know what that is. 
Same quality shirt though. And that company don't even give a fuck about you. <laughs> Zero. Exactly. So my whole thing is we have we have a, a dynamic as far as business mind goes where we have people that are putting out quality mm-hmm. at achievable costs, right? The community can afford this. I'm not price gouging. And then we got the opposite, right? We got the people that are putting out shit and want to charge designer uh, luxury prices for it. And they're just like, hey, man, they they charge this for it. Be like, yeah, okay. I'm going to give a Why shit with it. Why do you think that is? Why do you think we're willing to do that? <laughs> Listen. I just want to ask you that question. Why do you do that? What's the I, I honestly don't know. I do. Uh, I honestly don't know. Clout chasing? Me? Because, like, like, listen, y'all got a clothing brand, and y'all telling me, I this, this, and that, the price is the price. Mm-hmm. The price is the price. Kelvin tells the, the me, price, hey, yo, I got this shirt, and I'm pushing the these shirts. If I like the shirt, the price is, I'm paying the price. I'm paying the price, and I'm going to rock the joint, and I'm not even, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm I'm telling everybody about mm, it. Right. I like it. Right. Hey, yo, where you get, hey, yo, yeah, 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 my man, Kelvin, da, 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 da. And I'm not expecting nothing from Kelvin. Mm-hmm. I want his shit to blow up. You feel me? Because that's Kelvin's thing. I'm not in the clothes like that. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be coming back, hey, yo, yo, Kelvin, man, I've been, psh, I got your sales up 25%. <laughs> hey. Like shit, what you going to give me on the back end? That's Kelvin's yeah. thing. And now, now, if Kelvin appreciates what I'm doing, he's like, nigga, like, Right. Everybody's been saying, oh, yeah, it sticks to this, this, and that. Word. I appreciate you. Word. I don't even know if I'd accept it. I, I, I don't even know if I'd take any bread for that. What, I forgot who I was having this conversation with, but we was talking about how when in other communities, um, we could say like the Asian community, when they open up a business, it's like it's in within their culture that everybody in that neighborhood supports this business, whether good or bad, for like three months mm. with intentions. So we're like, I'm supporting this. Yeah, to help launch get it, it off. Exactly. Okay, okay. So when, when the first three months it opens, you know, we, we there. Whatever, it's a restaurant, we're going to go there for lunch, at least maybe a couple of days a week or whatever. And then from there, they should be established. And it's like, I was like, wow, like I ain't never heard. It's almost like a hive mind. Like you gotta think. I, I think about it like that way. It's like it's like group think, but it's for a purpose. Yeah. Like they understand. Like this benefits the 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 collective. Yeah. Yo, all right. I got it. I got it. I had a conversation with a cat um, a while back, and he was telling me about um, right after the slavery opened. Right. Right after slavery was over, um, you had. You got to think about during slavery, you had cats that were pretty much taking credit for whatever black people invented, right? Mm -hmm. So let's take um, a blacksmith, right? Mm. Everybody around town knows who the blacksmith is. They know, all right, I need to get my my horseshoed, right? They know who to go to, Mm -hmm. right? As soon as slavery is abolished, White people are like, you know what? Okay, they free. Leave them to themselves. Da, 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 da. And it started this, this system where they were exclusionary, right? So 
black people got their freedom, okay, I'm going to keep doing what I've been doing. I'm a blacksmith, right? Let me go ahead, go into town, let me try and buy whatever. They can't. Oh, we don't serve you. Nah, nah, nah. Oh, um, let's take an electrician, right? Oh, you're black, you're electrician. Um, do you have an apprenticeship? Are you working under a white guy? Oh, you're on your own? Oh, no, you can't buy these tools. These tools ain't for you. True. You know what I mean? So now you got subpar tools, right? And you got to think about generations of that. Generations, you got to think. And that's why I was talking about, I feel like the Jim Crow era was way worse than slavery. Was way worse than slavery. Like, slavery was bad. Like, we, like we don't, get it, no, don't get us twisted. Yeah, no, no but that Jim Crow was, hey, all right, so I mean, it had, a, it had a different effect on slavery us. Slavery was fuck just you. Jim Crow was motherfucking you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because think I about mean, it. I definitely can hear you. I, yeah, it's, it's yeah, think, think about it. You you know you know this craft. Yeah. They know you know this craft. Right, we, can't let Kelvin, we can't let Kelvin out, out beat uh, Tom. whoever. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Gerald. Right. You know what I mean, just Jerry's a good old boy. Yeah. Now Jerry used to work with uh, it, it, Kelvin. Used to work for Jerry. Yeah, but Jerry didn't pay attention to what Kelvin was doing. Kelvin was doing the work. You feel me? So, it's some of that in there. It's some of that in there where, as they limited us to the quality of the materials we had to work with. So, think about it. Decades later. Lifetimes later, generations later, mm. when a black product launches, oh, it can't be that. It can't be that good quality. Yeah. So why should I pay top dollar? Like it's, it's, it's black. It can't be that. Can't be all that. And 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 that kind of goes into we value Gucci more. We value Ralph Lauren more. Like it, it's a higher value, so it's embedded in us, and that becomes a status symbol in our own community. So mm-hmm. all right. So all right. Now I get you. I get you. Now everybody, feel me on this one. I get you with the Gucci. There's a history of Ralph Lauren. So there are certain people that I don't want to say have a past, but have earned some consideration, right? So I looked into the history of Hennessy, right? Mm -hmm. So do you know why black people drink Hennessy? No. Okay. So now, y'all know. Y'all know. I, I I love my whiskey. Yeah, he's a connoisseur. Full disclaimer: that is not Hennessy. <laughs> like shit. No, 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 no. I said I love my whiskeys, and I took a sip. Uh, that's for the audience. Oh, okay, okay. Love my whiskey. <laughs> it, it, it's not even the right color. I don't think somebody <laughs> know that whiskey is cone. I mean, Hennessy is cognac, not whiskey. Yeah, yeah. Hennessy is cognac, which it's is all dark, right? Which is a, right. Yeah, <laughs> which is a subsidiary of brandy, right? So German, oh, um. I want to say it was World War Two. It was I can't. I it's, it was a war. It was a war that we were involved in. We were only treated as people when we were consuming cognac. Every every bar that we went into to like get a drink of whiskey, we don't serve your kind. Mm. That's the black connection of Hennessy to cognac. When we were in France. Hey, 
you you're the good guys. You're American. They they looked at us as Americans. I don't know what France is doing now, but then we got dignity. They got our patronage. That's the connection between blacks and Hennessy. We don't even know that. You feel me? You gotta dig deep. Yeah, that's wow. It sounds like you just said Hennessy is the soul food of alcohol. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, shit. So I think it was y'all niggas the slops. I was y'all made it wonderful. I mean, yeah. I get some cognac, yo. Yo, like, <laughs> like you try to go, like, come on, man. You just, you just went through hell. Right. You just went through hell with people that look like you, people that don't look like you, right? You got to decompress. You seen people's intestines and they brains blown out. Like, you want to unwind. The, the shooting stopped. You go into a bar. Nah. Can't you guys are good. We we love you guys. We appreciate your service. Uh, nah, nah, nah. You guys are dirty. You gotta get For out. Real. You gotta get out. That is wild. Hey, we got money. So, are, are you yeah. saying, like, so So is cognac uh, originated in France? And yeah. Is that, okay. Yeah. So was it that in France you black people couldn't get any other type of liquor or like so like what are you stating as far as so that? So I just remember that part of the story. I can't remember. Oh, okay. that's all I remember the story. That's the part of the story I remember. Got respect when they, I was about when to they say when we were in yeah. France, we can't give you whiskey or or, or vodka or anything like that, so but we can give you cognac. I yeah. don't I don't think the French had like like. What is that was what is a French whiskey? Mm, yeah. I don't know no French whiskeys. I okay. just know when when blacks tried to get a drink, they were given problems, except for the French. The French were the only ones that were welcoming to them. They mm-hmm. introduced them to cognac. And yeah. Right. That's all I know. So I wasn't there, bro. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, listen, when they start building time machines, I'm, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. Why would you? Huh? I was like, I don't know. I was like, why would you? Listen, what time? What time? All right, I'm, I'm not going this, back. This is a little segment right <laughs> I'm gonna here. Go all over the place, I'm not going man. Back. What, what I'm time? All over the place. What time era would you go back to if you could? Like, what time period? Give me, give me an era. I'm not going back. Not, <laughs> why would you go back? Why I mean, would you go back? I'm going forward, like a thousand years in the future. That's probably gonna be some <laughs> trash too. <laughs> yeah, do you think? Do you I think? Mean, you can go back to like the. First of all, we already are slowly becoming the majority. I guess the early majority. 2000s. The early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, the Black I people are, well, white people are slowly becoming the minority of the country. Yeah. Right. Yo, boy. So in a thousand years, yeah. America's going to be a black country. It's going to be a black. Uh, all right. I'm not going to. That's, that's, that's a well, different debate. I don't know if we're going to say it, black because they'll find another way to. Yeah, I mean, Hispanics coming up too. different groups. Because now they're making white pe- Latinos white people because that's the closest thing they can get to. Huh? Who's making Latinos white oh, people? Oh, they're, they're classifying. Like, if you go to, like, the newest census, it's, like, Latino slash white now. Like, they're trying to make Latinos white. Mm. You're talking about the Cameron Diaz Latino? Wow. I mean, any Latino that I want to claim to be white can... Wow. Do that. I don't know. I mean, Sammy honestly, yo, I don't, oh, <laughs> you understand oh. that these white folks are going through a lot, and you know, they're, 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 they're have mercy on them. You know, nah, no, I'm I didn't say all that. that. No, I didn't say all that. I'm not. But they're reaching for God. That ain't me. They, they are God. reaching. Try yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> like if I had to go back in time, it would probably be. I I don't know based on because I haven't done. Like ancestry, if I would even be considered a more in Seven Eleven, true. 
Like, I, it would have to be predate a whole lot of other <laughs> shit. Like, it would have to predate. It would be okay, a, so, a big okay. time jump. Or, so you going back to, like, the Vikings area and shit? Basically, <laughs> where, where basically black people had to fix a lot of stuff. Or, yeah, like, let's go like, back to, like, Pangea. To, before, we had before access to our great libraries that. and things like that, science and things like that. That's right. where... I need to go be. back to a time that where I speak, people are going to understand what the hell I'm saying. You feel me? Like, y'all are talking about, like, the language might be different. That's yeah, why I, I said I'm not going back. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of barriers. You're going to be talking to me like, yeah. get rid of this motherfucker. Like, chop his head off because we don't know what he's right. saying. Your tongue coming straight out your mouth. He's speaking the devil's tongue today. Yeah. They yeah. probably just look at me like he's touched. He's, he's, all, he's broken. In all areas, niggas die. Nah, there's some so, time I want to I, I definitely want to see... Um, I want it now. Uh, I see what you now. Nah, I see what you're saying. I see, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, all right, Dre. Yeah, thank, yeah. For thank real. you for speaking yeah. uh, knowledge into my I'll be honest, yeah, man. Like, it, uh, it is real. Nah, it I'm is like, real. Oh, yeah, I go back. All the English you say the same thing to you like now. That's why we family, yo. Because I was like seventy, I was tripping uh, Eighties, hell no, nineties. But you got to think. You trying to go back to the twentieth century? Are you serious? Like no, like what? You know. Damn! I'm like, I don't. Know. Black people have been tortured on the earth for the last I mean, like thousand years. But just gotta be moments. Here's the thing, right? Moments. Even before we started speaking the king's English, even in the time period, like this is very peaceful compared to every other time period. There's a certain expectation if you are a young, healthy man at every other time period, <laughs> yeah. you had to do battle unless you were royalty. <laughs> you had to, and you even then, you like, probably would have had to do battle just locally with no. <laughs> Automatic <laughs> weapons. So you would have had to fist fight. You won't be on the. You're front either line. a peasant, a warrior, or you were born into the right family. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. Mm. <laughs> oh man. That's, that's a good, no, this time back. period is good. <laughs> Unless we could do like some. Uh, what's the the Christmas story or what's the damn holiday movie where you, the ghost of Christmas past? So you can go back, but they don't know that you back. So, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, true. I want to go oh, back and see some shit. Uh, okay. But I don't want to go back and live. I respect uh, that. I respect. Like that. you, like just the watcher see. out here. I'm yeah. just here to watch things. I'm not yeah. getting oh, this. Shit. Yeah. Oh my god. That's a good question, yo. Yeah, that's yeah. what I want to think about. Let's, let's, let's get back on topic. Boundaries. Like shit. Boundaries. 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 So like, mind your business. All right. So mind your business. Um. I think that I, might be the problem though. No, nah, I appreciate I appreciate like 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 shout out shout out to my sister's husband, yo. Shout out to Richard, yo. Cause like I Richard's a cop in Philly. And um I've never seen such reckless driving. Like this dude and his Durango. Like this nigga don't give a fuck about like, he, you know what he has? He has a five second rule. Nah, it's not five seconds. It's more like a two second rule with red lights. Like, if he's there and that red light hits, yeah, it's going to take two seconds for the next one to turn green, so I'm going through it. I don't give a shit. And because he has a Durango, this nigga was curb hopping. So, because <laughs> I don't know if y'all ever been to Philly, like, like on the weekend, like, traffic's ridiculous. Yeah. So, you get in where you fit in, and this <laughs> So he had no boundaries. Like, nah, you car. So we were out. We went to a comedy show, but then we had to get out. And we tried to be polite about getting out. But this this, is, listen, like, shout out to whatever Philly rapper said. I'm from the city of brotherly love where there's no love involved. (laughs) Because 
these niggas don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> so he car hopped, he, uh, he curb hopped, and this dude beeped his horn. Yo, effortlessly. Like, this, yo, this is K. Mind your business. <laughs> Mind your business, and it's kept it moving. Not a second thought. Like, I used to think telling people to mind their business was rude until I spent a weekend with this guy. Mm. I'm like, no, that's a, that's a term of a, yo, mind your, like, really, mind your bit. Like, why? Why are you over here? Like, why do you, why does it matter so much? So, whatever ex, whatever old employer, like, all right, whatever time we spent together, that's over. Why are you worried? Like, mind your business. Other people's pain is our entertainment. So, that's mm. why. So mm. whenever we see certain, damn, I didn't want to really touch on this, but I, I'll, I'll go. We here. We go here there. now. Go there. Let's get it. Let's talk about BG and uh, and Russia and how more women will watch people like will watch women uh, tear each other down. But first, before <laughs> we go there, can we can we stop calling her BG? Because I'm thinking it's the rapper. From yeah, that's the house. I, was, I was like, huh? Ain't he still in jail? Say her name. For <laughs> real. I respect that. Brittany I'm like, yo, BG is the house. Yeah. Oh, we talking about Bumble Brittany? Yeah, Brittany Grinder. No, no, Brittany no. Brittany Grinder. The, the WNBA. Grinder, not Beer. Oh, There's no bad, D in her my name. Bad, my <laughs> bad. WNBA player. Uh, that's, that's the soccer joke, right? Yeah, yeah that's the only... <laughs> Oh, okay, okay, okay. We're talking about the chick Nasty. that's in Russia. Oh, you said, you said Russia. You said Russia. My bad. My bad. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. <laughs> Can't fuck up these Britneys. Britney Griner. <laughs> Britney Griner. Common name. Uh, so she she's stuck in Russia right now, right? And then there's a whole bunch of stuff like, yeah, if this was LeBron James and, you know, she, mm. she'd be over here already. Yeah. and. You know, why don't you pay W? It's like a whole bunch of stuff. But I'm like, but women in totality do not watch the WNBA as much as middle-aged men. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Didn't she commit a crime in another country? Why are we expecting other countries to, like, just assume American laws? <sighs> I mean, her crime, was it really a crime? In Russia, it is. In Russia, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Weed is legal here. It's not legal everywhere else. So, so okay. Let me I, let me tell you something about Americans. We let our nuts hang entirely too much. Yeah. We think American laws apply right. everywhere else. It doesn't. It doesn't work <laughs> that way. That's it doesn't right. work that way. But, and, and, for, and we but don't to be think, there for a hundred days, though. That I mean, you can't say that this is all not excessive. It's a little excessive, but Russia is also probably the most strict. Yeah. Like, police state. They're a communist yeah. country. I mean, I mean, I'm you sure they're using her. You balling for? I mean, I'm sure they're using her for leverage right now. If anything, like, a little bit. What? Like, she's I mean, not a political just, figure. She committed a crime. She's I think they thought criminal. they were using her for leverage, but then it was like, oh, we don't care well, about yo, women. Hold, basketball I mean, they are though hold because on, they're making on, the deal to bring her home. Shout out to our true speakers. Shout out to our true speakers. I believe this was Chris Rock. Yo, it was either Chris Rock or uh, Dave Chappelle, and I'm sorry for getting that wrong, <laughs> but. Black people are terrible bargaining chips. Like, what are you talking about? Leverage. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just forgot which Britney we this was, was talking about. This was definitely Dave Chappelle. You feel me? That was the Dave Chappelle. Well, yeah, I forgot yeah. which Britney we was talking about. Like, <laughs> like regardless of, and, and I'm not trying to make light of this lady's situation at all. Definitely like, not. You know what I mean? Like, she's part of our community. But look at our history, bro. I think, I, so I think this was, um, shit. I watched this somewhere. And I don't want to give the wrong person credit, but I don't want to take it away either. (laughs) 
And I think it's just that the fact that we have a group of black women who would love to see, who like to see the, like, oh, you're, you're, you know, like, you know, like, who love to see murder mysteries, reality TV shows where people are tearing each other down, whereas you see, as opposed to the WNBA, where you have a group of young ladies working as a unit to achieve a goal. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, that's just. It makes sense. Listen, what what, what country but was we, that? But they love it. But it's entertainment. They watch it. They tune in. You know, uh, what is it? What's the show with the Kardashians? The Keeping Kardashians. up with the Kardashians. Keeping up with the Kardashians. Love it. Eat that shit up. So, all right. Real, I, real, 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 real housewives, basketball wives. When it every comes city. to our people, our champions doing shit in foreign lands, I'm always concerned. Like when ASAP Rocky got. Got guy. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, we might not see ASAP again. Like That's I, real. I didn't I did not expect for it to turn out well. The same shit with James Harden and Lil Baby. I'm like hmm? Why y'all doing shit not around here? Because that's you're a not concept home. you're aware of, but most black people aren't. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm be very sure honest. We at that caliber not, too. We are not conscious that like America is its own land. has its yeah. own thing. It's not it doesn't dictate the rules of other countries. Once we step out of this bubble, it is their ball game at that point. It is whatever country's ball game. The thing is you understand that. I understand that. I think we all understand that. There are many other black people who do not understand that. Yeah. And there are not many other Americans. Hold on, hold on. Right, let's keep thing. it a buck. Let's keep it a it buck. Is. Let's keep it all the way a buck. Us that travel should understand that. The people that don't, like, yeah, there's people. Like, like, I like mean, y'all are from y'all are from up here. Y'all are from, from the, the Baltimore area. I'm I'm from the DC area. So I know cats that have never left a block. You know cats has never left a block. Of course. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm. So the law of the land applies, right? Whatever this is just how the world works, right? Somebody that has a passport understands because you got to jump through all of these hoops to get out the country. You feel me? Like, you can't have a big-ass bottle of mouthwash. You feel me? So you understand the rules are different when you leave this land. I don't know. Like, no, 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 no. I don't believe it. No, I don't. These niggas knew they was doing the wrong shit and thought they was slick and get a, could get away with it. Listen. I don't, maybe maybe I'm different. Maybe I'm different because before I visit, your expectations are high. No 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 mm-hmm. no no. I, I'm <laughs> no expectations are realistic. No no no. Yeah, I'm exactly about to say I they do. probably I'm gonna tell you exactly too realistic. But before I graduated high school, I researched every state's um, black market crime. Right, so I knew I knew what each area. This is what I was trying to find um, when I was. When you doing some black market shit? No, no, no. no, I'm try- no. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to figure out which college I was going to. All right. I was trying to figure out which college I was going to. I needed to know what the crime was. Mm. I needed to know what, because, like, okay. the suburbs. For yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. I didn't know what, like, how people get down. Yeah. So I know the DMV is human trafficking. I know that. Niggas will snatch you up. I know uh, New York is knockoffs. I know Jersey is a uh, carjacking. Like I know, I know um, Chicago is gun running. Like I know the what every place's crime is, right? Mm-hmm. So when I start traveling, oh, 
What do people get locked up for? Everything. Motherfuckers get locked up for everything, everywhere. Like stuff that you're thinking is just oh, Mr. Miss. No, no, this is real shit everywhere else. Like I mean, yeah, that was smart. La -la that man. was smart. What you did, right? You said you did this in high school. Yeah. How many fucking high schools are going to do that? Stitch? Real shit though. I How mean, many high schools are going to do that? <laughs> I mean, thinking about like people that's just applying to schools and stuff like that. Who who really would have I really like their campus. Cause I damn sure they ain't think about doing that. Look, no. Looking up Frostburg and see what the crime was. Hold <laughs> like, on, hold on. Hold did on. a whole fucking detective job. <laughs> I did not apply to Frostburg. Hey, man, it's okay. <laughs> no, I ended up in Frostburg because my parents hated me. <laughs> Honestly, what? it'd be I like had that, an yo. scholarship to Penn State. I got accepted to Gram. I had a full ride to Grambling. I got accepted to Xavier. Yo, Coppin was gonna pay me. I had a full ride to Coppin. They were gonna give me a five thousand dollars stipend. Nah, they love you for not putting you in Coppin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was gonna get paid to go. I feel you. I feel you. My dad couldn't even pronounce the shit. Like, going to Compton? I'm like, no, I'm not going yo, to shout Compton. out to my niggas at Compton. Yo, it's all love. It's all love. It's, it's all jokes. Like, Delta, Delta. <laughs> I was straight, but they were like, "No, you're like, you're not going to New Orleans. Uh, you're gonna be a drug dealer in Philly, and no, nah. Baltimore, no. So yeah. nah, no, my, my, Baltimore, no. Yeah, my yeah. folks shut down Morgan with the quickness. I I did not understand why at all. You live right up the street. Exactly. I was like, why not? But hey, yeah, they shut that <laughs> shit down. Wow, bro. They just so. didn't know about Frostburg. That's what it's like. Oh, it's away from everything. Exactly. Like, they was like, you know, it's shit. far, but it's it close. Was, it was somebody that went to. It's, my it's high just a different animal. I'm not right. <laughs> Hold it made Frostburg sound beautiful, and my mom was like, "Yeah, he's going there." And I'm like, "I've never heard of this place." Were you there when I had that incident? When that incident happened with that girl, I'm on my uh, in my apartment, like across the street from my apartment. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. you were still there, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That, that was wild, right? Yeah, I was at that party. Good old Frostburg. Yeah, I was hey, at that one. To Frostburg, man. It's a oh place. man, appreciate that, dog. Boundaries. Let's get <laughs> boundaries. Yeah, let's wrap this up, man. Boundaries, boundaries. Any last comments, oh, oh, thoughts? Where do we? Did we mind your business. Mind your business. Do we have any thoughts on mind your business? I think that's controversial, and I, it might be a little bit hypocritical because if we can't. If we have to succeed as a community, you can't mind your business. Uh, yeah, you have to be you have to be involved in someone else. But else's. it's the way that we mind each other's business. Like it can't be just for the pure purposes of gossip and entertainment. Well, yeah. So and that's the thing. If we want it can't be for gossip, it can't be for entertainment purposes. It has to be for the purpose of building up yeah. the gotta community. Be from a place of love, but we gotta have a we gotta but it's the thing. We have to have honest conversations. All of us don't have the same goals. We all don't want the same mm. goals. But we, we all should have the same goal. Need right. to be, we do need to move as a unit. Mm -hmm. You feel me? If we do need to get back to that you mess with one of us, you're messing with all of us. Mm -hmm. Because that's the one thing that I think me and you had that, me and you had that conversation, Sonny. I think we had that conversation where it's weird, whereas the Eurocentric mind is me, 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 until you mess with somebody with white skin and they're like, oh, fuck it. Nah, we got to stick together. Right. It's like instant. It's like instantaneous. Oh, shit, if it happened to him, it could damn sure happen to me. It's like that fear. Mm. You know what I mean? Where we just don't have that. We just like, oh, shit, at least it was him. Better him than mm, me. Yeah. We have that better him than me instead of, damn, it could it happen to him. It could damn sure happen to me. Or we'll just say, uh, we'll, we'll pray for you and let that be it. Yeah. And they won't even pray for you. <laughs> you know, that, was, that it. was the prayer. That was the prayer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I seen that. I seen that. <laughs> that it was, was um, I was watching a, 
I think it was a uh, God's Not Dead yet. Oh, uh, yeah, God's Not Dead. Um, it's, it's like three movies, and God was um in a hospital, and I don't know what he was recovering. From. I uh, I was kind of in and out the movie, and the dude, the dude was he was talking to a man that he met before. Uh, he was on his deathbed at one point. He was like, "Yeah, remember you said you were gonna pray for me." He was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Did you?" <laughs> He was like, no. He was like, I forgive you. And I was like, damn. Damn, man. Damn. It's like. Sheesh. He knew he I did. brought that up because I feel like we pay a lot of lip service. There's not a lot of yoke in the things that we say. Yeah. You know, it's to the point where, like, these days, a fact will get stated, and it'll be a bunch of people. I don't believe it. All fake news, all that all that fake news shit. Brilliant, but damn, it was damaging. Yeah. That fake news shit, damaging. If you can, a, we live in a crazy area where, in a crazy era where people can say they don't believe facts. Like it's a fact. It's not I mean, something for you to believe or not believe. My man, it's a proven truth. That's can't not believe it. The power, no, it's of, fake the, news. the power to pass president. It's like you're dog. just in denial. That's what but that is. It goes to what uh, Neo was saying on the Breakfast Club, right? I'd rather live in blissful ignorance. Mm, like, I don't yeah. want to know the truth. That truth's gonna upset mm, mm. my peace of mind. Yeah, you know that. what I mean. So you got some people that really, and that, and that's why I say, as far as white people. Like every time I meet white people and they think I'm cool and everything, I always like I, I, I throw this dart and I hope it it grows. Like stop telling your kids fairy tales. This shit's <laughs> like stop. Like fairy tales. Like stop it. Tell your kids the truth. Because <laughs> think about think about us, right? You hear fairy tales and shit, and you know you don't expect that. Not these white kids. Mm-hmm. They really be believing this shit, like they for real, for real. And I, and I, I'll go into this, and I'm gonna leave it at that, right? <laughs> had a kid, had a kid. I worked at a group home, uh, out uh, past Rossburg. Worked at a group home, had a little Jamaican boy. We used to run around barefoot. Now, it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't a paved road that we were on. It was gravel. Oh, he was legit Jamaican. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Past Frostburg? That's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was Gary County. West Virginia. It was, still, wow. it was still the city of Frostburg. It was wild. Oof. So I worked at a group home, and the kids run around the gravel barefoot. It's a terrible place and to And I'm talking about, like, he's pivoting. And I'm like, oh, shit. I see old. I don't want to say his name because of HIPAA. I'm like, yo, he got them Zulu feet. Exactly. Everybody laughed, right? The other black kids was like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, you got the Zulu feet. This Jamaican kid knew nothing about Zulu feet. So at this establishment, I'm the only black person that works there. The only. I'm not the only minority. I'm the only black person. Uh So shout out to my partner, Pam. Pam pulls me aside. Pam's from uh, Pennsylvania. Pam pulls me aside. She's like, I heard you say to the young man, he has, what, what are Zulu feet? And I was like, yeah, I don't know about Shaka Zulu. Mm. They were like, Shaka Zulu? No, I've never heard of Shaka Zulu. I was like, you've never heard of Shaka Zulu? You've never heard of Zulu tribes? She's like, no. I said, how do you think white people colonized Africa? Oh, we had ships and guns. And you didn't know where the fuck you were going. Ooh. So how do you think you navigated and colonized Africa? Yeah, like, yeah, I had to implore the native tribes, right? So she was like, Another girl, I think her name, I don't know if it was Heather or if it was Sarah. 
can't remember. Something like No, no, no. But these are two distinct like 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 Heather was cool and cute, but she was oblivious. She didn't give a shit. Sarah was dope, but she wanted to know. She just didn't know. You know what I mean? So it, it really matters if it was Heather or Sarah, because Heather might have just been saying something just to be part of the conversation, whereas Sarah wanted to get real understanding. Because Pam definitely wanted to know. Like, you said Zulu feed, and all the black kids was like, oh, and they knew exactly what you were talking about. And I'm like, yeah. So I'm explaining who Chaka Zulu is, and all I hear is, oh, it's folklore, like, um, like Rumpelstiltskin. Shaka Zulu's a real fucking person. What do you mean, <laughs> Rumpel Stillskin? Like, I've really had to, I've really had to get into it. Like, I'm really battling these two <laughs> white women, like and they're just shit. like, nah, uh nah, uh nah. And I'm like, I have like, we going to the library on Saturday. <laughs> We're going you know right to the library on Saturday. You know what made them believe me? If two weeks go by, two. So I'm just like, uh, this this conversation's a dub. All right, whatever. Like these, whatever. I take this L, but really, y'all. It, ignorant as fuck but anyway <laughs> Pam comes back to me two weeks later Charles the Zulu tribe is real I saw them on the history channel yeah look at God Where did they <laughs> I forgot about this shit I forgot about this shout out to Pam thank you thank you thank you Pam yeah Wow, Shorty did not believe me. Like just the <laughs> fact that, and like I'd I broke took, it down. I'd have took Pam now. Tell these other. I had to break it down. I'm like, yo, like we have a rich history. Just because y'all don't know, it doesn't mean this shit don't exist. Right. You feel me? And that's that's what to to bring it all together. We know our history. We know our tradition. There were there was a. I, I think there are uh, people who think like this. Like uh, the the recreation. Uh, uh, in parks, there's a show Recreation in Parks, and mm-hmm. there's a character there. I can't think of his name now. I'm so mad. And he went on a uh, he went on a tour in, in Great Britain. He said like uh, history. He was a white dude. He was like history started July four, uh, <laughs> July fourth, uh, 1776. Everything before that was a mistake. Hey, <laughs> yo. Was that the uh, Ron Swanson? Ron Swanson. Ron Swanson. <laughs> And I really think that's the mindset of certain people. Like, everything before July 4th, 1776 was just a mistake in their mind. What was y'all introduction to to Frostburg? Like, the the campus? Mm. So, I'm going to break it down. Shout out to Sean Smith. Shout out to my professor, Sean Smith, right? Sean Smith uh, was my professor of uh, human sexuality, right? So, right when I switched to psychology... He was one of my first professors, and he asked an icebreaker question, right? What is the most shocking thing you've witnessed sexually at Frostburg State University? So you hear the, the cookie-cutter shit. Oh, my gosh, there's so many gays up here. Oh, my gosh. There's, like, whites and blacks are, like, like together. Oh, oh my gosh, this, is and that. You know when it came, what happened when it came to me? Y'all know what I said. I said, yo, I am just, I just, I can't fathom how many times I see white people having unprotected sex like they can't get HIV. <laughs> That's what I heard. I heard fucking chuckles. I hear chuckles and, and you know what followed those chuckles? Yeah. That's it probably a was black like, hold disease. On. Yeah, that's a black disease. Mm. That's a black disease. I said, 
like, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. I'm like, do you know that the majority of the people in America with HIV are are white? And then they were like, <laughs> nah, nah, they were like, I was like, listen, we are one tenth your population, so yeah, it might be higher in our population, but we are a fraction of your population. And you guys still share needles and shit. I still do heroin. We stopped that. Yeah. So the majority of the people, if you go by the numbers, the majority of HIV positive AIDS patients, uh, they're white. How do y'all not get that? I'm talking about the room split. Half the room is, oh, fuck this black dude. Like He's just making up shit. Like, they're going off on me. Another, the other half is like, huh, would you look at, because the, cause the math made sense to them. So the people that understood math, <laughs> uh, it made sense, oh shit, learn something new every day. The other half, fuck that, <laughs> no, it's, I, I, I equate it to Republicans and Democrats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck that, no, no. So it took Professor Sean Smith to be like, hey, 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 hey. he's right. He's absolutely uh, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> you know what happened with that? Then that group split. Half of them shut up and like, oh shit. The other half was like, nah, nah. he ain't right. I still don't. No, they know each other. He's in it too. Like, the, they're, in cahoots. they're in cahoots. Man, what? <laughs> what? And that goes to the last thing I'll ever talk about with this. Um, I switched to psychology from uh, from chemistry, right? I was going to be a legal drug dealer. I was going to be a pharmaceutical rep. Like, that was my, like, what? I knew what I was doing. It was just, chemistry was boring as fuck to me. So, uh, shout out to uh, prof- uh, Dr. Trina Redman. Trina Redman w- was the professor of, um, she, was, she was our teacher for um, multicultural counseling, right? Notice the the name of that class, Multicultural Counseling. Mm -hmm. I think we get four chapters in. Uh, First chapter was about Native Americans, Uh, blacks. I think I I don't know who the third chapter was, but I know we got to like Hispanics, right? Little blonde haired white girl. I do not know her name. She's livid. Um, Doctor Redman. Um, when are we gonna talk about white people? Multicultural counsel. <laughs> Doctor Dr. Redman with all her grace. I'm talking about, yo, she pulled out, she pulled out some Felicia Rashad type swag, yo. Like yo. she's like, Well, this is multicultural counseling. And the rest of your curriculum, every other class that you've had caters to white people. This is the one class that will address every other culture. <laughs> yeah, but we're a culture. Every it. other <laughs> class <laughs> addresses you. She like. missed it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. hey, yo. yeah. So. Yeah. Boundaries. Fences. Yeah. Yo. So, so, what do y'all feel is like um, an action-based type of thing to establish boundaries or to put down fences? Like. I get, or what? What is more important? I think it's establishing boundaries. It's like, like when we talk about establishing boundaries, we we need structure. Like we need to like like 
we we need to figure out like some sort of structure and, and a way to like productively mind each other's business, I guess, or put could uh, or like keep each other on track. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause like like what what Dre said, like we can't completely block each other out, or else how we're gonna work together. So we kind of have to be in the know of what's going on, but to be productive, not to be, you know, entertained or judgy or mm-hmm. or counterproductive. That's for real. We we gotta back to uh, episode two. We gotta get past that wanting to be the only one mm-hmm. and or yeah. wanting to to one up each other. Like like I said, if, if Kelvin's got a clothing line, and clothing's not my thing. Right, I don't need to be jealous or no need for crab in a barrel. Well, not even that, because right. I, I think every culture has their own version of crab in a barrel. But for me specifically, right, what Kelvin's trying to do is not a threat to me, even if I don't know what. Just I because do. he wins doesn't mean you lose. Right. Exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I'm all of with me being an educator. I'm all for pay it forward. Right. So, like, one of my kids, man, loving to death, boy told me, he was like, I just want to make you proud. And I'm like, it's not about making you proud. It's about being the best you. And hopefully, hopefully, I did my job right. I did my job well enough that you'll remember me and you'll meet a kid just like you or similar to you. And you help him out. Right. And then that kid keeps it going and keeps it going and keeps it going and keeps it going. Because I tell them all the time, they're like, "Yo, why is this? Why is that?" I'm like, "I just, I'm just trying to prepare you for the fight." Mm. Because we still are fighting, we still are fighting, and us being at each other's necks, us being at our elders' necks, us being like, it's not getting us nowhere. Right. So we gotta focus, and I, I believe it, it starts with ourselves, holding ourselves accountable ourselves in order because shout out to Kevin Gates if you don't respect yourself how do you expect somebody else to respect you right so yeah call me Kevin Gates yeah <laughs> <laughs> I respect it <laughs> yeah. that's a wild dude though yeah. uh, <laughs> nah and I think just to go back to a little bit earlier in that conversation uh, when we talk about communication I think that's probably the biggest thing that we can work on as a community um Communication and just continuously uplifting each other, communicating like you know what you're going through in a way that somebody can support you, or communicating a way like I just need somebody to listen. I don't need your response. I don't need nothing from you. I just need somebody to listen. So really, just establishing what you need in a certain situation and and, and going from there. Yeah, and that's why I'm a big proprietor, big champion of disclaimers, man. Cause yeah. Like, if you give somebody that heads up, like, hey, this is the type of conversation we're going to have right now. Like, I know, and you acknowledge whatever the relationship is. Oh, yeah, me and you might not be as close, but we frat brothers. But yeah. da 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 listen, I want to talk to you, and here's rules to how we're going to mm-hmm. talk. And you either respect it, be like, yeah, we can engage in that. Like, yeah, yeah, let's, let's yeah. have that conversation. Or, yeah, I'm not. I'm not it yeah. ain't for me right now. Uh, yeah, baby, man, another time. going on. Right. And... That's real. Keep it moving. That's real. And, and I would think a lot of that starts with self-awareness, too. It's like, if you don't know what, what your situation is, how can you provide accurate disclaimers? Yeah. How can you have, like, love and respect for yourself if you don't know, if you don't have self-awareness to know yourself? Right. 
you know. It, it, it's it's a, it's definitely a work in progress. It's definitely I, work. In I, progress. I think we need to, to to pick out the start point. Like like what's this? Like I think we're trying to do so much stuff. I think we're doing too much at the same time. Yeah, like, right. you know, some people on step 10, other people on step 5. And that's Nobody why... Nobody ever starts on step 1. Mm, <laughs> I mean, I think if everybody was to to really start at their level and really work with the people at their level, mm. it can be some type of momentum where you kind of can still grow and, you know, help out the person behind you at the same time. You got to identify that, though. It's yeah. Hard, it's hard to identify where you're at because a lot of people are delusional. True. Like, to some extent, and delusion is not some extreme thing. It could just be you have an inaccurate read on what's going on with yourself and the things around you. Yeah. You're, it's just inaccurate information. Like, like, like you know, you're, you're not calm right now. You're actually pretty aggressive. Like, that was... That's not a good assessment of where you're at right now. Word. That's, <laughs> that's understandable. Uh, anything else we want to hit on? Um, nah, I think I, I had my last word. I think we hit on I think we hit on a good amount. Um, and for those who listening, please, yo, drop some comments in there if y'all got any uh, thing that y'all want to add as far as boundaries yeah. and having fences. Yeah, I don't think we. I don't think we got everything. Of course not. Yeah. Yeah, and there's no way you can get it. I think we touched on I think we we touched on taglines. We touched on, we touched on it for a little bit. Like at the beginning like when you talk about, you know, bringing the whole community once you're successful like, you know, like like, like how to handle that. Um but yeah, like, you know, I guess if we had to say like something, I guess something quick when it comes down to throwing the first stone, I think that's part of it. What does that what does that look like to you or I guess I guess you first. Like, what is that? Like, when we talk about throwing the first stones and the subject of boundaries, like, you know, are we talking about like, you know, uh, maybe like who 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 breaks the boundary? Who who's the first to maybe not have respect for boundaries? Who, like, how you know how do things get started? Like, how do we even get into that situation in the first place? Like, was that our conversation or? just trying to remember what that conversation was like we're talking about as far as as far as um as far as throwing stones goes i feel like throwing stones is like a a defense mechanism you know what i mean like you like i said it it, it, for me it always it's always going to come back to self-awareness and accountability right so can you explain what you mean by throwing stones Okay, so um, just just you just we just drop a, a random topic, um, any subject. Say somebody is telling their truth and it's triggering for another member, and the first thing they do is attack you. One, they blame the victim, right? Oh, you should have done this. This, so this is your fault. Da 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 da. Don't be looking for sympathy. Don't try to act like a like. You got some people that see somebody that is a, a legit victim and they're insulted. Like, you're supposed to be a strong black man. How can you view yourself as a victim? That's a form of stone throwing. You know what I mean? Like, you didn't ask for that. Like, the situation that you were in, right? With the, the lady that fell, you try to help her. She mm. starts screaming. Mm. Big black man, oh my goodness. 
you called me and you felt how you felt. First thing I did, yo, you good? I'm glad you're good. You have every right to feel how you feel. And sucks for that lady because she missed out on interacting with a dope individual. And you were like, how the hell could you look at it that way? And I'm like, because you're a dope individual. Like, don't let her ignorance dim your light. You mm. feel me? So yeah. I didn't even focus on like. That shit definitely blew me, though. <laughs> that shit definitely blew me. <laughs> you were like, yo, how, how the fuck? <laughs> like, I was trying to help you. What the yeah. fuck? <laughs> but but nah, but remember how you responded to me? You were like, like you kind of put off at first. Like we we wasn't FaceTime, but I could tell the pause in the conversation. You were like, I didn't expect that response. You were like, what the fuck is this nigga talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, you're in Baltimore, bro. Like you're not in the deep south. Like I didn't think that that's some ignorant shit. Like how dare you give me something uplifting? At you? <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Hey, talk about how you, <laughs> about how you <laughs> go for it. <laughs> No, because it was like, it was almost like in that moment, you just wanted that, like, you wanted that person, like, yeah, fuck that lady. Like, yeah, what, she was once some bullshit. Like, yeah. Like, but no, nah, she was like, man, right man she missed out on dope individual. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my whole thing was just getting back centered because I, I see he was, I, yo, I can hear he's upset, yeah. right? And I'm just like, hey, like. Were we going to be on fuck that bitch all summer? Like, nah. Like, hey, get back to you. Like, you a happy dude. Like, you like like for real, for real, like, the situation you was in, I didn't feel that you needed any more negativity because you were kind of in a sensitive state at that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? With everything that you was going on, like, life-wise and everything, I was just like, yo, I understand you're scared at that point. Uh, fuck all of that. I know you're good because we're talking. You know what I mean? Like you're not mm-hmm. calling me from a jail cell, right. so I have no panic in me. I'm just like, hey, let me let me restore my brother. Let me restore my brother. And this nigga was me- yo, <laughs> he did not want me to be in restorative space. <laughs> like, cause you cause you knew, cause you knew, like you know, with that with that whole thing, I was like, I'm giving you a little bit of kindness that I got left right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to get my my bacon and my eggs this morning. Trying to be like, okay, let me go help this this elderly woman on my way to my my breakfast. Like, oh, oh, it's a Negro. Oh, man, and to go to go what Dre was talking about, right? I didn't throw a stone. I wasn't like, oh, nigga, you didn't, nigga, what? Oh, shorty, oh, she hit you with, oh man, darling, you should have did this, this, and that. Damn, Sonny, why you ain't do this, this, and that? That'd have been wild if you yeah. told me to do anything wild in that situation. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That old lady. Exactly. <laughs> nah, nah. Which, wild is, why, which is why I believe you called me. You called me for a real answer, a real answer that I would have given you, which yeah. you wasn't That's, expecting at the time. No, that definitely took me off balance. But, All right. But, <laughs> how, but what was the end result? I was calmer. I was a lot calmer after, after that. I was like, I didn't have somebody feed the flame, like you know what I'm saying. So it was just like I was like, all right, well, yeah, I guess you're right. Let me go, let me go the fuck home. I got my breakfast. <laughs> I got what I needed. <laughs> I, I guess I'll continue That's with my day. Up. That's what's up. <laughs> How was your uh, day go? How did the rest cool. of the, the, rest of the day was it good. Was, it was straight. My man. Real, real story. This is this is just for camera. That really happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, so yeah, we we uh we way all over the time, so let's definitely try to get some final words in here, and um, in relates to to boundaries and and offenses, in this bit of truth series that we're in. Hey man, 
Um, I think when it comes to fences and, and boundaries, I guess my final thoughts are, if you're going to mind other people's business, mind it pro- productively, mind it to like help build the community. Don't mind it just to be nosy and just for entertainment and to just enjoy the pain of, you know, your brothers and sisters, man. Let's try to try to build, you know. I respect that. I concur. I concur, man. Like we got to we got to start moving at a place to where we can have something because everybody's watching us. Past generations, future generations, everybody's watching us. We got to we got to own our shit and and move as a we got to start thinking about our legacy, our our stamp on history like mm. We don't want to be that. Oh, we could have dealt without that generation. You feel me? Yeah, so that's real. No, I, 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 I concur. Definitely like what y'all are saying, man. I, th- I think it's just a lot of self awareness and communication. Um, when it comes right down to it, and I think we continue to do that, then uh, well, have a better understanding of respecting each other's boundaries, but also uplifting each other as well. Um. So that's all I really had to say. And uh, free, uh, free Brittany, bring her home. Bring home Brittany Grinder. That's not her name. <laughs> Grinder is no Griner. D. No D. Um. No D. Pause. <laughs> well, actually, not not pause because she is a. Never mind. We're not gonna go there. Hey. How do no we D. botch this at the end? Like we were doing so good. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't expect that. Grinder. 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 G R I N E R. You see why I said Grinder? Yeah. <laughs> man, anyways, man, you said BG, I was just drinking no limits. So, I mean, not uh, uh, the cash boy. money. Yeah, yeah, the cash. Boy. yeah, I think he, I don't, he might be locked up again. No, no. It's, it's just free her, man. Yeah. It's free, free. You gotta say her you name. Say her name. <laughs> I heard you say Russia, and I was just like, what the fuck is BG doing? In <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> Did he have a show? I'm stepping off. <laughs> this was fun. We'll be right back, y'all.